Hi guys and welcome to the Creative Edge podcast with me Hayden Simmons, illustrator, blogger and artist over at www.haydensimmons.com. Do you want to learn how to improve drawing accuracy? Are you struggling with proportions? When you're a drawing beginner, your skill can improve dramatically, jumping leaps and bounds, exploring new techniques and experimenting. However, as time goes on, with more practice under your belt, your drawing improvement can slow. Even worse, your drawing skill could even decline with bad habits forming. This is certainly not what you want. Bad habits with drawing forms and builds over time, affecting your overall drawing game. One great way to combat this is by improving your accuracy and your drawing proportions. So I'm here to help you progress your drawing skill. Within this podcast episode, you will discover how to improve the accuracy and proportions of your drawings. I'm sharing my decade-long experience of drawing to help you improve this vital skill with practical tips throughout, sound advice along the way, and my own recommended knowledge. Drawing is the foundation towards rock-solid artistic skills. Whether you're a painter, illustrator, to even a graphic designer, drawing can help you in numerous ways. So with that said, let's get started with my first tip. Start with basic forms. Instead of starting a drawing by focusing on the details, you need to work from shapes or basic forms. After you sketch in your laying, you can work towards the finer details. Most drawing beginners start a drawing by working on the intricate details first, paying all of their attention to the right eye in a portrait illustration, for example, without looking at the bigger picture. However, this often results in inaccurate proportions and accuracy. Basic forms consists of squares or cubes, triangles or cones, circles or cylinders. Build your drawing from these shapes first. To give you an example, if you're drawing a shoe, then begin by splitting the drawing into a series of shapes. Once these are in place, you can then use further shapes to construct the other details, like shoelaces, for example. Once you're happy with the proportions and accuracy of the drawing, you can then start adding shading, tonal values, and color. You've got to build up the basic shapes first before working towards the finer details. My second tip is to draw upside down. When I'm referencing a photograph or an artistic masterpiece, for example, rotating my drawing so it's upside down improves my accuracy. It uses the right side of my brain which is said to focus more on images rather than words, and is the creative side of the brain. Flipping your drawing highlights errors, and because your brain can't interpret the subject because it's the wrong way up, it sees the image for what it is. This tip derives from the brilliant book, Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain, by Betty Edwards. And I quote from Psychology Today, The method includes the notion of upside-down drawing. 
the idea that when learning to draw by copying, it is preferable to turn the to-be-drawn object upside down. The effect of an 180-degree rotation is to silence the left-hand brain perceptions about what the drawing object looks like and allows the right-hand brain perceptual processing and creativity to take over. The book sets out an exercise to copy a Picasso drawing, however, upside down. If you are a complete beginner, it often ends with a highly accurate result. This revelation really excited me when I completed the exercise. Try it for yourself by selecting an image and draw it the wrong way up. Whenever I get stuck with a drawing, I actively do this so I can see errors before flipping it back to the normal way round. This approach is similar to putting your drawing up to a mirror as this will actively help you learn how to improve your drawing accuracy. My third tip is to establish grid lines. When you're drawing, use horizontal and vertical grids to help you. This is ideal when drawing from a reference photograph. However, you can also do this when drawing a real life scene with a viewfinder. Drag your reference image into a photo editing software, like Photoshop for example, and place vertical and horizontal grids across the image. You can then further split the image by dividing the image again by half. For this to work, it's very important that your artboard is the same ratio as your sketchbook page or artboard or whatever you're working on. For example, if your drawing is 10 centimeters by 10 centimeters, the image should be 10 centimeters by 10 centimeters too, or a similar ratio. This ensures that the photograph that you split with grids correlates to your drawing and vice versa. This helps your drawing as you can map your drawing in relation to these lines. Some of your drawings may be incorrect, however other parts of the drawing could be close to the reference image. You could then go in and change your drawing accordingly. Analyse, track and monitor. If you are a professional tennis player, you would likely analyse all parts of your game. You would have coaches to approve. You would analyse your movements and you would track your weight. Taking advantage of every intricate detail. Rather than this only applying to sports stars, you can achieve the same level of professionalism in your drawing and artistic pursuits. Or as Charlie Munger said, take a simple idea and take it seriously. You can analyse your drawings, hire a drawing tutor, or track how your drawings are progressing over time. Remember, you can't manage what you don't measure. Don't leave this to the professionals in other walks of life, but achieve the same level of success with your drawing. You could create a learning schedule, which I use to ensure I'm always on track and improving. Use imaginary lines. This is similar to tip three. However, this tip is when you're drawing from observation in particular. When drawing, use imaginary horizontal and vertical lines in your head to see how certain elements in your drawing or the subject relate to one another. When you're learning how to draw a head, for example, 
How does the ear relate to the nose? How long is the chin to nose in contrast to the top of the eyebrows to nose? Or how does the edge of the neck relate to the eyes? You can achieve this by placing these lines in your head, relating them to one another. And my final tip is deliberate practice. Practicing will always improve skills, right? Practicing is all well and good. However, if you aren't deliberately practicing, then your drawing skill can stagnate. But what does deliberate practice mean? According to James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, deliberate practice refers to a special type of practice that is purposeful and systematic. While regular practice might include mindless repetitions, deliberate practice requires focused attention and is conducted with the specific goal of improving performance, end quote. Deliberate practice has focus, goals, and gives you an idea of how you are performing. Mindless practice is leisurely. It's like going to the gym. If you aimlessly exercise on a few machines and a bit of this and a bit of that, then you'll end up disappointed by your improvement. You have no clear goal in mind. Your body adapts if you were to repeat the same lift, the same weight, week after week. You stagnate and eventually stop going to the gym. For years, I would think that if I simply practice drawing, then this would be enough. However, over time, I became too comfortable. I had no goal in mind. I was too aimless in the approach. I now push my boundaries and have clear goals in mind with deliberate practice, improving my overall drawing skill. So in conclusion, as we've covered a lot in this podcast episode, let's do a quick recap. Start with basic forms. Sketch loosely to begin with, concentrating on those basic forms before committing to the details. So work larger to smaller. Flip your image, draw upside down to notice the errors of your drawing. Split your horizontal and vertical lines. If you're drawing from a reference photograph, split your drawing and the reference image into grids. Analyze, track and monitor. You can't manage what you don't measure. See how your drawing is progressing over time. Use imaginary lines. See how certain elements relate to one another in your head by constantly analyzing your drawing to the subject matter. Step out of your comfort zone. It's all about deliberate practice. So scrutinize your progress to really involve your drawing skill. But essentially, or most importantly, and no means least, have fun. If you're not having fun, then you won't make drawing a consistent habit. Relish your drawing. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, guys. Please do subscribe wherever you get this podcast. I'm also on social media, on Twitter at Hayden Sim, on Instagram at Hayden Simmons, and also on Pinterest and also a YouTube channel, which I have recently created called The Portrait Guru. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and I look forward to the next one. Thanks very much.